Yo, dudes, just a quick disclaimer up top. Uh, in this episode, I interview Brian Greenberg, who rules, and he's the man. Uh, and I didn't realize during the interview that uh, his microphone, the cord, was cutting out a little bit. And uh, there are snippets of it that isn't super clear, but it comes back on. But then with 10 minutes left, it cut completely out. And I didn't realize it. And so what I did is I went back to – well, no, Brian came over to my house, and we finished the interview. So uh, you'll hear the first 40 minutes of this interview – uh, Mike isn't great on his end. I realized it. Uh, and then I'll jump in and you'll hear the last 10 minutes of the interview where we just kind of catch up. And, um, yeah, I don't know, just so you know, kind of a weird episode. Uh, but I wanted to make sure to put it out because, uh, it was nice of Brian to do it. And I feel like it's important to have an episode every Monday. Enjoy your week. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Listen up. Yeah. I can see you're new to this You ain't got no job You ain't got no experience You're entry level You ain't got no qualifications, baby You're entry level You're entry level You're entry level, baby You're entry level Ooh, yeah. Yo, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. Uh, I'm Brooks Whelan. I'm here with Shafi Hussein. Hi. Hi, he's my friend. We became pals. Uh, we're in Syracuse doing this very DIY. We're sharing a microphone. Shafi is an amazing comic. Where are you living right now, Shafi? New York City. Okay, you can talk normal. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shafi and I had a great weekend uh, at Syracuse in a big mall. It was the biggest, fifth biggest mall in the country. Yeah. I have my facts right. Yeah, I was like, this is a big mall. He's like, fifth biggest. And then we had hibachi today. And you took a huge dump. After All right, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I'm, that's, I'm, I'm not supposed to tell you guys that. No, that's fine. I had a... Uh, you I told had, me to call the ambulance, so there's I that. didn't say call the... Yeah, it wasn't great. I had ghost pepper beef jerky, and then... Uh, this isn't this type of podcast. This isn't that type of podcast, Shavi. You're coming in hot. Uh, I had ghost pepper beef jerky from a brick-and-mortar beef jerky store inside the mall very much just like a hot topic store just as big only with beef jerky uh i had a ghost pepper beef jerky and immediately i was like this don't feel right and then like two hours later um i i, I it was a nightmare and you were sweating you yeah were crying when you came out you 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 and then you fed that to the staff of the club i did bring all the beef jerky to the club yes yeah. <laughs> it's like if i suffer you must suffer <laughs> yeah. for yeah 9.99 that's yeah. all the price <laughs> yeah it's, yes it's, um it's, i did give the staff all of the beef jerky but they understood that i was like look this is gonna make you sick um and they're like we'll take it it's free right yeah so shout out to the syracuse funny bone it's uh it's in a mall but surprisingly great crowds for uh across from a margaritaville oh they loved you well, then you did great, too. I met Shafi, and we became friends, and we hung out. Um, we had barbecue, which you don't eat red meat. wasn't perfect. I had vegan barbecue, so that was good. You had chicken. Oh, I had chicken. Yeah, right, right. right. That's a no, big... I had, no, I had ve vegan jerky, which was good. You had vegan jerky, but at the, really at the barbecue place, and you had... I didn't take a, take a dump, so that was nice. Sure. Okay, either way. You did not have vegan barbecue. You had a quartered chicken. Okay. Um, but, uh, check out Shafi's, uh, stand up. I'll put a link to his Instagram in this episode description. Follow him. Super funny dude. Super great dude. Lives in New York. Also a chemical engineer. Right. We're both engineers. So there's that. Yeah. So we were discussing engineering problems and it was very fun. It was, it was a, it was a delight. For sure. I'd say a fast friendship. Right. The new Nick Turner is Shafi, but we got, we're sharing a mic, uh, which is why uh, maybe it's going a little back and forth, but. We got a bunch of great listener mail, you guys. And also, coming up, uh, I'm going to be in Iowa City at the University of Iowa at the beginning of March. Then I'm going to be at the Irvine Improv. Then the San Diego uh, American Comedy Company the weekend before I tape my special April 2nd in Los Feliz. Uh, that, that's closing this week. So with details on like how to come to that, uh, I'll have next week, hopefully, um, or soon after that. I can't freaking wait. Uh, nothing makes you feel... nothing. Nothing's harder than mall comedy, and um, I feel like I'm I'm putting the reps in. It's like doing comedy or running with weights on. Yeah, it's like running with weights on. But it's also like doing comedy to people who drove to the mall. Uh, it's very difficult. 
And it's also difficult because it's between Dave and Buster's and Laser Tech. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's a lot of pressure to be funnier than, uh, to be more fun than David Buster's or Laser Tech. But let's get to this week's listener mail. Uh, this one is kind of a long one, but it's great. It's just like a perfect story. It's from Patrick. He's the ultimate puttier. He, he emails in, um, with, if, if you have a job or a story you want read on this podcast, email entrylevel with brookswhelan at gmail.com. And by the way, I want to give a quick shout out to In the Flow, which is a weed store, a, bo- a boutique, a boutique weed store from D- uh, Denver. Sam, send me some free swag. I appreciate it very much. I have a very tiny amount of marijuana from Nick Turner in the little sealable bag you gave me, and it's it's exciting. It looks nice. It looks like art. So I have art from In the Flow. Check them out. Uh, they're great if you're in Colorado. Here we go. Patty with a great story. Intro of brooksweeland at gmail.com. If you have a great story you want read on this podcast. Brooks, he starts. I had to complete an internship for my college degree. I wasn't going to graduate until December, so I thought I'd do a summer internship and have it wrapped up by the time school started in the fall. I got an unpaid internship as a grant writer for a crummy nonprofit. The internship went well and they wanted me to continue working there part-time during my final semester of school. I threw out my desired I threw out my desired hourly wage way higher than I thought they'd agreed to and my boss was totally cool with it so I started getting paid for my part-time work while I finished my bachelor's degree. I like this. You don't want the job? Go high. They give it to you? All right, I'll take the job. He continues, at this point, I started applying to graduate schools. I was accepted to my first choice school, but they suggested that I start during the fall semester so I could join a cohort of other students that would be there taking classes at the same time as me. I get that. Once I realized that I'd be graduating in December and not starting graduate school until August, I asked my boss at the nonprofit if I could work full time during those eight months. That's a big ask. She didn't seem to care about any of the work I was doing, but agreed that I could transition into full time. During those eight months before I started graduate school, I slowly started to hate everything about the job. This is classic. This is going to happen. However, my first semester of graduate school wasn't funded, so I needed an income. I approached my boss again and asked if I could go to the part-time, if I could go to part-time while keeping my same hourly wages. Totally cool. Didn't bat an eye. This was perfect. I don't understand this part, but that was first semester. Oh, so he wanted to be part-time, but paid the same. So that's his first semester of graduate school. And then he goes, it went well and I enjoyed the income. But when I was offered funding from the university to be a teaching assistant, essentially paying for all my graduate program, I knew I had to stop devoting time to the part-time nonprofit gig. This, this is where it gets good. I hope you're following. This is when I saw my opportunity. Realizing that my boss didn't give a shit about anything I was doing, I suggested that my efforts would be better suited in a managerial role. (laughs) Yeah, he goes in, he goes, I should be a manager. Again, she didn't care one bit and told me she was okay with it. I created a job posting and hired an unpaid intern to complete my work while I got paid to manage them. For the next one and a half years, I got paid to manage a series of unpaid interns from my grad school office while they did my work at the nonprofit about an hour away. Did he write the art of the deal with Donald Trump? Is this what's going this on? This is a genius. Oh, my God. He, this is so good. Patty, you're a genius. He goes, I literally never saw them. It was a dream, a whole new level of putting. This is George Costanza's. This is so good. This is amazing. He goes, this lasted through graduate school. Two, year and a half. Then I got a real job and I hated to let it go, which honestly, I wish you tried to keep both jobs um, because I was literally getting paid to do nothing, but it was time. So what an amazing story. It gets better. After a few years had gone by, I was applying for another job and got a call from the HR woman at the old nonprofit. I used her as a reference. She'd gotten a call from the company I was applying to work for. We caught up for a second when she asked, did you hear about so-and-so sentencing, I'll say Maggie. Maggie's sentencing? Maggie, my old boss who didn't give a shit about what I was doing, had apparently embezzled a shitload of money from the nonprofit over the course of a few years and was serving a two-year prison sentence. After hearing this, it made all sense. I spent three years telling her how much to pay me after how little I was going to do. I went from part-time to full-time to part-time to getting paid to manage unpaid interns doing my old job for me, and she didn't give a shit because she was stealing from the organization the whole time. A truly perfect crime. This is like a spinoff of the Shawshank Redemption, where yeah. he's like embezzling money to his account while it's in the prison, but he's doing it just in grad school, which is prison. Yes. So it's perfect. Yes. Perfect he is doing it. He goes, in Putty We Trust, Patty. Patty, excellent story. Twists, turns. Uh, Shavi even calls it the Shawshank Redemption. Bro, from your point of view, I agree. Shavi, what do you think? 
I thought it was amazing. Like, I wish I did that because I was supposed to go to grad school, but I, then I started doing comedy and everything right. took a back, back seat. Yes, of course. Uh, Patty, great fucking story. Puttying to the ultimate level. If you don't know what puttying is, if you're a new listener and you're here for Brian Greenberg, who freaking rules and is this episode, it's where you literally sit at your job and do nothing. Nothing. You don't type. You don't even turn your computer on. You stare forward. It's from David Putty from Seinfeld. That's where we got it. Fucking Patty's putting on a whole never, another level. Um, with that being said, Shafi, anything you want to plug? Just follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Shafi stands up. Well, I'll put a link in this episode description. We're friends. We're, we're old. In, I, I'm an in, We both got our engineering degrees, chemical, biomedical. We're pals. And uh, this week's episode is Brian Greenberg, who is a friend that I did a movie with. And we discuss it. And he... F- fucking rules he's like the coolest guy ever like he's just genuinely a rad dude and i'm it's like i get excited to hang out with him i rarely get to see him i go over to his house we have a great time i know you're gonna enjoy this interview uh tell your friends about it also hey if you want a mug the mugs are for sale there's mugs i've got mugs they're for sale or you could join the patreon where uh me and nick turner are gonna go over this nightmare tour that i've just finished i'm flying back to la tomorrow i've toured so much i i i'm gonna me and turner are gonna dissect all of it i hope you guys have a great week shavi thank you very much thank you so much for having me appreciate it hell yeah baby enjoy this interview with brian greenberg yo guys we've got a new hosting platform and they're great it's Wondery, and they'd like to learn more about you, the listener, and you have an opportunity to tell us what you like about this show, Entry Level. I hope you like it, and what you like to hear in future episodes. In order to do that, please check out their survey at Wondery.com survey. Go to Wondery.com survey, and uh, you can say uh, if you like the show or not. Um, it'd be wild if you binge disliked it. That'd be weird. So uh, I feel like if you're listening, you probably like it. Go to wondery.com slash survey and let them know. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. I'm here with a special friend, Brian Greenberg. Hello, hello. At, at your home. I want to give the exact address. Yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> it's close to where Marilyn Manson lives. <laughs> it's Yeah, he's across the street, actually. Yeah, that, which is fun. <laughs> so from... they'll just Google that and find it where I live. <laughs> All right, great. Exactly, exactly. And we're done. <laughs> no, no, but it is because when, when I first came up here, I was like, this place is cool. And you're like, yeah, Marilyn Manson's always digging in his trash. <laughs> It's just weird to live across from the Prince of Darkness and yeah. like see him like taking out his trash. And, like it's just like a domestic version. Yeah, it's just a hungover. You're like Prince of Darkness doesn't get hungover, but this guy's very He's hungover. A really nice guy. That's uh, great. But yeah, it's kind of like that. It's sort of like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like I made it. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, it's great up here. Brian is a super fun friend, uh, a, a great actor. Um, we met when we did a movie together and we lived in, uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. No, it was St. Petersburg. Okay. Even How better. dare you, sir. Okay. Well, we had a nice time. It was, it was incredibly fun shooting that movie. We, <laughs> it was so much fun. It was almost too much fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Uh, you can check it out. Um, or not. It's, yeah. It's up to you. It's you know? really, you know, it's a free country. Bottom line, we became great friends That's and true. we're friends with the people who did it and it was an awesome time. I love Working on that movie. It was very fun. Yeah. Uh, we got to live in a hotel for too long. We lived on like a resort. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a St. Pete resort. Yeah. So it was not a nice resort. Eh, no. I mean, no. there's like, it was family friendly. It was family friendly. Yeah. There, there was, was a water slide. Oh, there was, but not... <laughs> No, maybe there was a water slide we went down, but it was like a blow up one on the beach. Exactly. Um, it was mostly filled with men playing acoustic versions of of <laughs> um, clo- of a. Uh, uh, use somebody by Kings of Leon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every night yeah. we couldn't go to sleep because people were just doing terrible Jimmy Buffett covers. It was. Terrible. I'm dead. I'm dead. I, yeah, I just remembered that. <laughs> yeah, oh my it's God. like turn it off. Oh. Uh, but it was a treat. Uh, we became <laughs> friends there. That's when I found out how, that we li- like similar music. That's when um, yeah. uh, Cage the Elephant's album came out that we both oh, liked. Oh, yeah. And <clears throat> uh, when, um, oh, man, he the uh, Kid Cudi came out with that like, Speeding Bullet to Heaven oh, yeah, album yeah, yeah, that yeah. we were like, oh, man. Yeah, he killed it with that. This is wild. <clears throat> uh, but you're a great actor. We're friends now. Um, but let's get into it. Let's get into Brian it. Brian Greenberg, where are you from? Originally Omaha, Nebraska. Right, and the, yeah, and normally, and we're ask, Midwestern, Midwest friends. Yes, yes. and oh, but and usually I ask what your first job was, but you make me laugh very hard with the story because you're Jewish <laughs> about being Jewish in about Omaha. Being Jewish in Omaha, <laughs> yeah. Because if you grew up in the Midwest, you know there is like all of December is just Chris. We get to sing Christmas songs. Yeah, yeah. And you, were I, like, mean, <laughs> I remember I was in like 
fourth grade. <laughs> and yeah, you love this story. It's so but funny. it did it does define who I am as a person. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so it's not like there were no Jews in Omaha. There were some, but right, just but, there were no Jews in my school. Okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And um and I just remember the the teachers were forcing us to sing all these Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like protesting. <laughs> I was like, I don't believe in Christmas. I don't want to sing Christmas songs. And they, it kind of blew their mind. And right. they, and these poor teachers like had no idea like how to. They weren't. They, they were not equipped. They were prepared. They weren't equipped with. Hey, there's different religions. Yeah. Uh, just maybe like, maybe it's not. Maybe not all kids love Rudolph. Yeah. And they were just like, uh, oh, 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 okay. They were scrambling, and they're like, yep. well, Brian, would you would you want to bring in one of your. Mm-hmm. Heathen songs? <laughs> I was like, you mean Hebrew? <laughs> yes. And so I was like, yeah, I do. I do. So I went home and I like learned dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Yeah. And then I like. Which is a lot. Even yeah. I don't know dreidel, dreidel, dreidel just from like Rugrats. <laughs> it's not that hard of a song. And I it's a little bit catchy. It's very catchy. And I brought it into the class and I was kind of proud. It was like, oh, this is like my yeah. moment to share Check my culture Look with at my you. Culture. Yes. And, and. It didn't go. They well. turned on you they, so bad. It yes. didn't go well. Yeah, they were like, "Where are your horns? <laughs> we don't want to sing this crap." I was like, "Wow, oh man!" And it really gave me a complex. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. it's basically America in a fourth grade class. Like, <laughs> this is different. Get it? Yeah. It's just so sweet and fun to think of a little tiny Brian Greenberg being like, "I'm proudly about to sing dreidel, dreidel, dreidel," <laughs> and your friends were like. No. No, they turned on me yeah. quick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then I became uh, yeah, uh, a hardcore Zionist after that. I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. No, I'm just I kidding. know. I know. No, it, and that story just makes me laugh because I know you. It's just so funny thinking of a little kid. Like, just ha- your ideas I are. Tried. I your tried. ideas are so wrong when you're little. <laughs> not that. Not that. No, you, you're hopeful and you're optimistic. Yes, you're optimistic you that no people idea. are going to really like this, that yeah. the world will crush you. Yeah, I remember I thought I was a good singer, and I like asked for the solo, and then they're like, "What are you doing? No, your background. <laughs> no, no, just just lip sync." <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay, so but you didn't go to high school. Did you have any jobs no. in Omaha? No, I I moved to St. Louis when I was twelve to so, more culture yeah, because the child labor laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not allowed to work in okay. Omaha. Yeah. So you so you grew up <clears throat> little kid. Uh, yeah. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Omaha. Dreidel. Yeah, that didn't go well. So we had we had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay so then you move to omaha yeah no i mean I moved you moved to st louis, st. louis and which is a bigger omaha it is yeah it's a bigger omaha they have instead of a triple a team a pro team yeah exactly yeah. in college world series real world series that's true yeah yes so you go to the world series town yes uh and where do you live in st louis i live in a suburb called chesterfield okay and my folks are still there yeah really yeah yeah well, I, I was just in Missouri. I mean, I go to Missouri all the time because my family lives in Jefferson City. Oh, right. Uh, and it's <clears throat> totally fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's a totally fine place. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that I'm from there. You know, I really, I yeah. still have friends there. I love going back. It's um, so fun. Just to, for like what I want to do in life, mm-hmm. I could not do it from there. Right, exactly. You know? so no, I, it's 100%. There was no way I could stay. But uh, totally chill. I'm proud that I'm from there for sure. Exactly. The best rules. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, uh, my girlfriend's from Springfield, so she, but I had to explain Springfield, Missouri is not the same no. as Northern Missouri. It's a little different. I was like, that's Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I visited. It's yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what's your first job in St. Louis? Okay. Well, I mean, I cut lawns. That counts. I did that. Okay. You going around? Yeah. I cut, cut- lawns, um, shoveled snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, oh, I was, I, I, in eighth grade, I guess my first real job yeah. was I was a caddy. At, okay. Yeah. We just talked about the Bev Cart girls okay. last week. The people okay. who drive around and give you beers. Okay. Uh, so you got you're in that world. Sort of. I didn't last long. Okay. What do you? So it okay, sounds well, this terrible. A, this, it was terrible. Well, first of all, I hate golf. Yeah. With a passion. Don't understand it, and it's I don't consider it a sport. I right. think it's a game. Mm-hmm. Because if you're 80, you can't play sports. <laughs> also, I don't think that the story you're about to tell me is going to help your love of golf. No, 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 no. Well, this was like a very prestigious club. It was called Meadowbrook. Okay. And like, I think the PGA goes through there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's renowned. It's, yeah. it's, it's serious golfers. Okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so this isn't just like sm- whacking around no. high this school kids like and golf a, carts. Yeah, this is like a real course. Okay. So 
I had to take a couple tests, so I learned a little bit about the game. You had to take tests on golf? Well, to be a caddy, yeah. Because you had to know, but I didn't really know. I didn't no, know shit. Yeah, I kind of, really. I think I might have was cheating. Were the tests like, <laughs> can you carry a bag? Yeah. Which I couldn't. The bag was bigger than me. I I, I didn't start growing yeah. until like junior year of high school. Okay. Like I was a real late bloomer. So there. So you're <clears> a caddy who's like pulling the bag. It was yeah. It dwarfed me. Okay. Um. So <laughs> I just remember somehow I like bullshitted my way through the test and got the job. Right. And uh, they put me on. <laughs> the, and so I was like this. I had the nicest guy. Uh, who was, I, don't, I only really remember doing it once. I don't think I was allowed <laughs> back. But he basically like, he just, he was like, he would call for an iron or like a four. And I would like, I, I couldn't, I, I didn't know what they were. I had a, I was pulling all of the, yeah. the, oh, you, <laughs> the you, covers the, off of the things and making the a mess. Was, do you know the basics? Well, and you were like, he's no. like, what do you think? And I'm like, oh, he's asking, yeah, he's asking opinion? me my opinion. I'm like, uh, Four, three, three or four. You should hit it like really far. (laughs) And he's like, and then he'd ask me, you know, for for the four iron, and I would like, I wouldn't know which one to give him. So I would just like tilt the bag towards him, and he would just grab whatever he wanted. And then I would like, he'd run off, and I would like try to catch up to him with this big ass bag. But I just remember like losing some of his clubs. Oh my God. (laughs) And he's like, where'd they go? I was like, I don't know, sir. Dude, I don't know. This bag's really heavy. I don't, I don't think I'm cut out for this job, that's like, man. That's like a thousand dollars. Yeah, and he. But the poor guy. He was. He was so nice to me. He was just like he could tell. I was like yeah. weighing over my head. Yeah, he probably was like. He's like what you would he felt want. for me. Yeah, he. But I'm sure. Like after he's like to the metal broker, he's like, look, you got this guy can't do this. You know, I don't think I was. I don't know if I was fired or if I quit. He, but I definitely didn't do it again. He lost my clubs. <laughs> yes. he, he'd had them. They're not there anymore. <laughs> gone okay yeah, so, so you make that did work 50 dollars tops yeah yeah you should have actually owed money i probably did <laughs> yeah that didn't work out too well oh my god I'm and i to, don't like golf to this day no of course not but um i'm trying to think if i've ever had a job where i ended up owing money <laughs> which i'm sure it's some sometime i've been like i lost money on that <laughs> okay so it doesn't work out there you didn't work grade. out there where do you go to, uh, then you go to high school. Yeah, I go to high school. Oh, I get some jobs at the mall. There we go. Yeah, I was you're, big at the mall. Your prime mall age. Malls oh, are. Oh, I got some good stories for you. Happening at the mall. Okay, what, what's, what's your you. first mall gig? Musicland. The dream. The dream. You you hit the top too yeah. quick. I remember Dookie by Green Day was super big. Yes. And um, that was, so we're talking like 90 three or four mm-hmm. you ever run there I, I, yeah i don't i mean i remember just i remember my first green day album was a greatest hit <laughs> yeah so you're you're a youngin that's well, right not yeah young but i'm yeah. just like also didn't have the tape my brother right. said dookie i was like well i like a couple from dookie I didn't need it, but know. do you remember like the cds when they had like the big plastic yeah like, it, it was it, like way too long they were yes. like a foot and a half <laughs> yeah <it> was, <laughs> the packaging the was packaging crazy was, it was like well let's make a package for three cds <laughs> and it'll go in the top part and i guess it was just so people wouldn't steal them but everybody just came in with trench coats on really <laughs> yeah, I don't know. they got you were getting stole from at music land a lot oh yeah, yeah, yeah. really oh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh well, they, yeah. I mean, that's what kids do. Yeah. I mean, okay. all right, okay. <laughs> so, how do you get the gig at Musicland? Do you just apply? And that I just applied. Yeah, Amazing. and I liked it because I like music, yes, so I could help people with the, and I could get discounts on music. That's remember, the biggest thing. Yeah, which was crazy to think about how much money I spent on CDs yes. compared to like what you just pay for, like ten bucks a month now for every song ever. Yeah, and that's why. People don't make money. Yeah, and, yeah, Well, also, like, that's why people did made too much money. Yeah. And now they make nothing. Nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I uh, got to hang out with Mark Hoppus for, like, oh, a yeah. few days one time. And yeah. he was saying, like, Blink-182 was, like, there for the change. Yeah. And it's still there. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, it's wild. Like, yeah. They saw was, the before and after. Yes. Yeah. He's like, it's very Different. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. So, but you're they there. Did, they did well, though. Yeah. yeah. They, they're yeah. they're doing all right. Yeah. You're there for the before. I'm there for the before. I remember it was like Aerosmith was really like surging oh, at that time. That's because, I bet yeah. it's because of Armageddon. Yeah. No, I think it's a bit before Armageddon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I remember, 
I just yeah, remember that I Armageddon know. song. Just, was, just, they had a good run in the 90s. Or like, it was just did. like they were owning MTV. Yeah. Uh, Nirvana was big. Sound, I mean, this is like grunge, Pearl mm-hmm. Jam. Yeah. You know? um, did you hear the new Pearl Jam song? Super no. Blood Wolf Moon? No, but they're fucking great. <laughs> This new song is Super wild. Super Blood Wolfman. Super Blood Wolfman, which I kind Amazing of appreciate title. them. He's just like, fuck it, we're gonna be crazy now. They should just change their name to that. Yeah. Um, They're playing LA on April fifteenth, sixteenth. You know, I don't think I've ever seen them play. I've seen Eddie Vedder do a show, but, right? But well, never. I'll hit you up. Yeah, it's gonna be I'm great. down. Uh, okay, so you're there. The, the music is a, is in rare. Like also, we're we're old. So like in we our are. brain, we're like that's when music was great. It was. <laughs> yeah, it's, I still listen to nineties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, I'm sure kids today are like, this music's amazing. I still listen to Oasis. All yeah, time. exactly. So <laughs> you're there. You're spending all your money at the job. <laughs> yeah. you, ever, you ever? Yeah. You ever ke- catch a thief? I didn't catch a thief. No, no. But you're not really looking either. Not really looking, and also I was so little, I wasn't gonna do anything. <laughs> like, what was I gonna do? What would they tell you? They at, just stampede me. You know, at Musicland, are they like, hey, if someone steals, do nothing? Do they say that at all, or are they like <laughs> chase? Them? Just tell the manager. Probably, oh, I don't okay. remember. There okay. were there were mall cops around to take care of that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, I wasn't gonna pull a citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen to this day only in movies if I see the citizens arrest. Yeah, I um I forget. Oh, if I was watching a Michael Moore documentary, of course he tried to citizens oh. arrest the governor of of Michigan, <laughs> and then he brought. I mean, look, the documentary is great. It's Fahrenheit eleven yeah, nine or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, Michael, nobody's going to do this. He brought in just. Uh, open glass of water, and he like he's oh. like, drink this to a guy. And the guy's like, I'm not gonna fucking drink that. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Gotta go. love him though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a wild man. Okay, so so that job was like whatever, and then I worked at Chick Fil A in the mall. This is like oh early Chick Fil A. Yeah, which is like I we didn't have to work on Sundays. Great, which was awesome. Yeah, I know because what, you love I, Jesus Christ. I know what Chick Fil A is all about. Yeah, like I get it. And to this day, I have my issues with the company, mm-hmm. but delicious. I will sacrifice my morals because their mm-hmm. sandwiches are that good. They're great. I ate there yesterday. It's hard. I, I hate it. it. I hate myself for doing it, mm-hmm. but it's fucking good. It, I ate there yesterday, man. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, you forget a little bit. And then when I got the thing, the kid was like, God bless you. And I was yeah. like, you're yeah. making these guys say it. <laughs> this is, this, there's no way this kid is this religious. I just remember going to the, like, I would I love I was addicted to the nuggets. Okay. And I would take it, two handfuls of nuggets and shove my pockets full of hot nuggets <laughs> and go to the bathroom and just just scarf them down. That's all, that's what I remember from working at Chick-fil-A. Okay. Yeah. You know it, what I what I will say about Chick-fil-A? What I don't believe in it like in their like, you know, hard uh right wing stance. I um I they make up for it in as much sauce as you want. Yeah. I know they're it's, not stingy with that sauce. It's a weird one for me. Like I really, I wrestle. I've been wrestling with this for years. <laughs> but now, but now that the Popeyes chicken sandwich, yeah, is so good. Like I'm, I'm willing to just turn my back on Chick Fil A for that Popeyes yeah. chicken sandwich. Okay, and you were working at Chick Fil A in the mall in oh, this Missouri, is all in the mall in the nineties, Chesterfield which, Mall. But what which, is, which is a ghost town now because of Amazon. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks that now yeah. we're like shop local, yeah. shop Walmart. Yeah. So I did that for a stint. Right. Um, okay, but, but, but you want to hear about? Okay, you hold on. I want to ask one more okay. question because this is this is before Chick Fil A blows the okay. heck up. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was just yeah. Because we didn't we didn't get Chick Fil A in Iowa till like 2006. It started in Atlanta, I believe. Okay, and then I think it was making its way through the yeah. south and okay. west. Yeah, and uh, so you were just steal, you were stealing nugs, stealing nugs, but in the tummy, not really stealing them. Stealing them, stealing them all the same. Yeah, putting them in the tum. Yeah, you working there? I mean, I'm not selling them on the side of the side business. <laughs> Hey, you know what? That's the that's a special. I got a real special. One dollar pocket nugs. <laughs> pocket you, nugs. When you saw Napoleon Dynamite and he ate the tots, you were like, "Yeah, that's where they, they, they go." That. They stole that from me. <laughs> okay, um, but I do want to hear where you go next. After okay, this. no, the next is really like the real, the best. Okay, the best, right? All right. In the mall, I say I just stayed in the mall because I could walk to the mall from also from my house. The mall is. Fun. I love the mall. I would go to hang out of the mall even when I wasn't working. Yes. Yeah, because that's like what you did. Dude, what else? Did you have an arcade in the mall? I don't. No, no arcade in the mall. But we had this, there was this place. <laughs> it was called Kent's Deli. Okay. And it was a sandwich spot 
for like all the dads to go while their wives were shopping. Are you serious? And this mall had like a like a man zone. It was a man zone because they had over a hundred imported beers. This is freaking wild. The as Chesterfield a, Mall. As a high schooler, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing because is- we basically had our own bar <laughs> in high school. We would close down. I don't know how this guy stayed in, <laughs> stayed open, but we would close down. Sorry, Kent, if you're listening. This was a long time ago. Yeah, and, I doubt this place yeah, is still rocking. Yeah, I don't. It's definitely, definitely didn't make it. Yeah. but it was amazing. Yes. So we would close down the front of the of the you know the the the, the entrance. Yes, and then the we'd let our friends in the back of the mall through the alleyways, and. Uh, we basically just had our own cheers in yeah, high so school. This is like a foot. You guys are tr- truly like the Foot Clan. We had our own bar. <laughs> like we'd show up at the house parties. Like everybody would have like Bud Light. Yeah. That's everybody, what everybody drank in St. Louis. And we'd be showing up with like imported beers. Yeah. From, you know. Does this guy know? Does he know you're stealing from him? I I don't know. I don't know how he made money because <laughs> he had he hired all the burnouts. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like this great high school hack we mm, found. Yes, that's. <laughs> That's a problem. It was amazing. You hire it's it's a real it's a real rat infestation. You hire one burnout. Guess what? That burnout's gonna he's oh, yeah. bringing a butt in. We all he's bringing a butt in. Yeah. Pretty soon you it, got a burnout. Yeah, place. it was a gener. There were like brothers, generations of burnouts working there. It was amazing. It was like our own inside. So you, you worked at this bar for years. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it, it was great. And you're just like I was a I was a waiter. Yeah, yeah. And but you, I was also <laughs> drinking all the beer. <laughs> it was great. It was amazing. And I'm thinking of a food court. This is not a This is before the food court opened in the mall. So we had like its own, it was in like a corner of the mall. So it was in like a KB Toys was just a bar. There was like a Walden Books across the street. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, across the the, the lane. Yeah, the lane. (laughs) This is so, and what was it called? Kent's Deli. Kent's Deli was just a bar. It was just a bar for high school kids. Do you ever have to ask anybody like, hey man. You, you're too drunk to be in Kent's. You're too drunk to be in the mall. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, a lot of guys would, you know, just they just go there while, while you know, in mid shopping. It just, sounds you know, great. I mean, honestly, it was amazing. Honestly, it, it was, was ahead really of its beers. time because now at like places like the Americana, mm-hmm. which is like the 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 L.A. mall, there are like cheesecake factories where you do go have right. a, a drink. Yeah. So Kent's Deli is ahead of its time. Yeah, it was amazing. There was another one in. Uh, the Galleria, uh, so yeah, it, it, there was that, which was the other big mall in St. Okay. Louis. But um, I love cancer. Good sandwiches, good, good, yeah. Anything, any shenanigans happening while you're working at these malls? Any mall trysts? Like any, you, 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 you I mean, fallen in fact, love with anybody else at the mall? No, there was not. not you were really. you didn't have your eye on like an Anne's an Anne's uh Anne's pre- bra shop, like a Wetzel's pretzels girl. <laughs> no, this sounds like uh, Fast Times at Richmond High, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I worked yeah. at the mall. I remember a girl. Yeah, in a sporting goods store, yeah. and I really liked a girl who worked at the um, the cookie place. So I would always go over there. And Sorry. I'd try to trade her like a football for a cookie. <laughs> it's like, because hey, people would do trades at the mall. And Everybody do- came to us, though. That's for sure. Oh, boy. It's so cool. It was the greatest job that's- at, that a high school kid could have. Yeah. it's yeah. A, You're a yeah. waiter and you're uh, a slash bartender. But do you know how hard it is to get beer in high school? Like, the, yeah. the lengths you have to go to, you have to get it. Try getting a fake ID. I looked. I still look like I'm 12. So right. there's no way I was getting a fake ID mm-hmm. at, yeah. at 15 or you got to get some older guy you got to pay them money so yeah. get you it's just we had so much access it was crazy you, you lucked out big i i walked the other day like in to go into a, a liquor store or whatever and there were like two kids outside they're like hey we oh, buy yeah. us beer i'm like buds i i don't want to like good luck yeah freaking good but luck you really wanted to right I, of course i did yeah but, but I'm you like, can't I'm you not can't be that guy do that no guys. it's not worth it yeah it's like but god god bless him good l- you guys have a lot of confidence yeah you got to go to th- through, through some serious extremes to get right. there in high school. I, I had a friend who uh, rode a moped when he was like 14, and his name was Jamie, and my dad saw him one day on the moped where he has feet on a 30-pack of Bud Light, you know, and he was driving like down the main street, and my dad was like, I don't like that kid anymore. Like, he's flamboyantly has a 30-pack. Just uh, flaunting it. Flaunting yeah. it. And then, of course, I was going over to his house. <laughs> Uh, strip so, in Iowa. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you're working at this mall. Yeah. You're uh, you're full mall life. 
Oh yeah, I was all in on the mall. Um, your did you finish this? Did you work there through high school? Yeah. So when I graduated, and I then had to say goodbye to what, Kids Deli. Oh, devastating. Still hard for me. Did you have a big going away party at Kids Deli, or are you just like I'm out? The whole tenure was a going away. Party. <laughs> <laughs> it's one big party. I'm I'm very excited. Uh, okay, but then you go to film school. Yeah, where yeah. You, I go to NYU. Right. When did you decide you wanted to like do act, be an actor? Right away. Like, I was doing Okay. So I always I moved to New York to study acting. Right. Um, to go to but like, what makes you in St. Louis be like I can do this? You know, like oh, I don't know. I just, just uh, like false com- irrational, just like irrational. Yeah, yeah, the same thing. Maybe I had. that. Yeah. yeah, just or just like I just kind of like as a young age, I sort of like uh, locked in okay. on acting, and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. It's, at age 12 I but was like what was the thing even in Omaha like, I was doing that what was the thing that you're like this is awesome how do I do this like was there like um, an actor or a movie or anything inside the actor's studio really <laughs> yeah in high school that like really inspired me I was yeah, like okay inspiring. so so you I wanted need, to be the guy you wanted I wanted to be, to be a thespian but what was the guy's name who did the interviewing oh uh, James uh, yeah oh my god I mean who cares? Either yeah. you want no, he's the best. James Lipton. James Lipton. Yeah, yes. yeah. You're, I like in my brain. You yeah. wanted to be James Lipton. <laughs> uh, that's rad, though. And does that happen at NYU? What? Inside no, no, actual- that happens at the New School. Yeah, oh, which okay. is in New York. Okay, but I just felt like all these serious actors were coming out of New York, like mm-hmm. theatrically trained, and that's what I wanted to be. You yeah, know? I, I wanted <laughs> to go to NYU because Adam Sandler went there, and there I was go. like, I want to yeah. go there. And then you know, and then I was like, Whoa, that looks like so hard. <laughs> well, I wanted to be somewhere because I wanted to start working right away because I was already kind of working a little mm-hmm. bit in high school. I was really, doing commercials and stuff oh, like shoot. that. And like, yeah. What I, was your first commercial? Um, my first thing. Are we allowed to talk about acting jobs on this podcast? I mean, like, you're. I did a natural gas commercial. Like, a a corporate, like, a company. Fracking? Like, yeah, probably for fracking. It was called People's Natural Gas. You just kept saying, my water tastes good. (laughs) I didn't think about it. Yeah. It's all my fault. (laughs) That's cool, though. So, you were, like, in it. You were. Auditioning as uh, the other ki- the other person I had on who was a child was yeah. a child actress Taryn Killam, mm. but he was like a child child. Yeah, actor. like well, I was I was young. I was a child. I mean, I yeah. didn't have armpit hair, and I was still you know you're crushing it. I was <laughs> going in there. I with did that a company. cookie crisp commercial. Oh, yeah, that was a national commercial. That what I, happened? What happened in the commercial? Oh, I think I I was like playing a video game, and <laughs> yeah. um, and then I actually did a uh, Sega commercial. Wait, did the, did the cookie crisp guy show up? Because didn't he go like cookie crisp? Uh, Wasn't it? Was it the dog involved? No, it was I, like oh, I love cookie crisp. No, I think it was like you could win. Oh, maybe I'm combining. I think you could win like a Sega game console if you like through the cookie uh, crisp. So I was like, okay, I okay, I might be, I might be completing another thing I did as a kid. Okay, I think I did a video game commercial as well. I'm not sure. Awesome. Well, um, so bottom line, in St. Yeah. Louis, you were uh, pursuing acting. Yes. Unlike Actively. me, who was in Iowa. Telling no one I wanted to do it, and then being like, "Can I go to NYU and do acting?" You were wrestling. Yeah, that's true. I was losing. Um, which, uh, when this comes out, hopefully, my brother's team we release Shell Rock repeated as three A state champions. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, they start wrestling today. Um, but okay, so you are like, "I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to New York." Yeah, and you do it. I do it. Yeah, I do it. And, and you then get there. I, yeah, I get there, and I'm like actively like getting. I got a manager early. What, and what would you, what was your major? Acting. Theater. Okay. Well, I don't. I know. At, I know at NYU yeah. well, and in Tisch, Tisch, Tisch School of the Arts, right? Yeah. And th- within that, you can do you know film studies. Okay. Or you can do theater. So I was in the acting program. Okay, great. Yeah, so. so I didn't know like cause <clears throat> I haven't had anybody on who did Tisch, oh, okay. so I didn't know there was like you could be like like uh, you know acting, but for writing like, the stage yeah. or acting for movies. There's like I think at the time there were seven different acting studios. Okay. There's like Stella Adler right. and Strasberg and David Mamet Studio Atlantic, and that's where I went. Okay. There's like experimental theater, mm-hmm. which I went the, the later two years, and then there's like Cat Twenty One, which is musical theater. Which yeah. I did not do <laughs> right. Well, you learned in fourth grade. Yeah. He brought in Dreidel, Dreidel. They're like, all right, Brian Greenberg's here to do Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. And then everyone there is like, where's his horns? You're like, we're in New York. Uh, so many horns in New York. So, oh, boy. Uh, so, um, well, it sounded like I was disgusted by it. Uh, but by the way, just 
speaking of New York insanity, seeing Harvey Weinstein's newest like I have not been following. <laughs> it's so hard to watch this. But do you, like how he's he's gone full pro wrestler. Like with the with the walker, like the walker. Yeah. yeah, he's got he's got a new walker today. Oh, he does. Yeah, he with not with the tennis balls. Yeah, no, he got he upgraded from actor. the tennis balls. Oh god. Oh my god, that he's guy, the worst person who's ever been alive. It's bad. It's real bad. Okay, so you <laughs> are in New York. Yes, it's big. It's big city. You're around people who are as serious as you are for the first time ever at acting. Yes. Yeah. Um, is it rad? Are it's you, rad. It's great. Yeah, it's everything I wanted it to be. You know, it's um. Just like a kid from the Midwest being dropped into the middle of New York City. It's it's not a college. No, you think it, like NYU is a college? It's there's no it's not no, there's no you, real campus. You're in the West Village. You're just not. I was in the East Village. Oh, I was in the East Village. Yeah, it was oh. just, you're just dropped into the city isn't, at 18. Isn't it at Washington Square Park? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, right there. Yeah. In my head, that was because I was in that's, Alpha. That's kind of like in my head. I, I was Alphabet City, so I'm like, that's the East Village. Well, that's so, where I lived. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Where did yeah. you live? I lived on Seven between B and C. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was third in D. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. It was. We, I loved it over there. Yeah, it was. I still rough, love it, but it's nice. No, that's why I like it. It keeps, yeah, yeah. The, it keeps the bridge and tunnelers out. Yeah, that's even true. Even though we're it's, both, it's fully bridge. It's and insulated, which I like. There's not a lot of trains there, so it's, yeah, it's, it's it, that's why it's cheap. There's no trains that go there. Yeah, yeah. That's. Awesome. Also, here's what I realized that I wasn't making very much money where I was living. Uh, what I'd like trained my whole life to get on uh, Saturday Night Live. I, I lived in what was basically an NYU dorm room because okay. it was just me uh, on SNL and then nothing but kids who went to NYU. Oh, was, wow. Like, could have also afford where I wow. lived. I was like, this is OK. Yeah. All right. The big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, this is the first time I ever had to like go upstairs and knock on someone's door and be like, you got to go to bed. I got to do work stuff. Did you, did you have like a cafeteria? No, it was just a really cheap okay. building That's where funny. it was just me and nothing but kids. Oh, wow. That's so you were the, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was. Even, even as, when I was in the dorms at NYU, it was terrible. Okay. So what are you doing in New York for money? At for money? Time? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the bartending waiting tables. Really? Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You learned so. big at, you learned at Kent's. I did. I got my I got my waiting degree at, at Kent's Deli, and then I yeah I, I had a couple jobs. I worked a, a lot of places, but um oh one place. There, do you know Phoebe's on Bowery? I don't. Okay, what's well, right right across from like Bowery Bar, and it's pretty. It's like an institution, which I will never go back to because <laughs> I was a waiter there, <laughs> and this manager. I, maybe I wasn't the best <laughs> waiter, but. This, I, you know, it's not like I wanted to be there, right. right? And I don't think, I'm not the type of guy, like, if I don't want to do something, you can tell. Yes. Like, I can't fake it. This is also what, I think I know where you're going to go. It, with the service industry, it's so annoying that, like, they were like, hey, what do you want to do with your life? And they want you to say, be a server. And yeah. it's like, no, man, this is for money now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying, I'm to, going, do trying to go to college. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to, like, get an acting job. This mm -hmm. is, like... Fourth priority on my list. Right. You know? And when I'm here, I'm but trying. I need yeah. 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 But so, I can't like fake it too much. No. Especially if I'm, you know, a college kid and I mean, you may have me working brunches on Sunday yeah. at like nine in the morning yeah. and I'm, I'm a little hungover probably. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> I love, I freaking love a hungover brunch waiter. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm like, dude, I get it. And they're just like, oh, you're going to finish that bloody beer. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. But so this guy, this manager and I, all right, maybe I wasn't the the best waiter, but I wasn't bad, sure. I don't think. <laughs> Revisionist history. But this manager and I like did not click. He was like the thing about the restaurant industry is like the managers are the most miserable people. Right. Because they don't get paid a lot uh -huh. and they have the most responsibility. <laughs> yeah. And they don't want to be there either. No. Right? No. So this guy and I just butt butted heads. Of course. You know, but he was so passive aggressive. Mm. And I remember one day I showed up to work and I looked at the schedule and my name was there and it was just like no shifts. Right. And I'm like, that's the other part about this fucking service what industry. What the fuck is this? They have all the power on yeah. if you get money. And I was like, hey man. He's like, I'm like, what's up with the, <laughs> with the no shifts thing? You know, he's like, well, I just don't think it's working out. And I'm like, then what? Why did I come all the way over here? So you could just, so I could look at a blank page. Oh my God. And like, and j you could just tell him, you could have called me. Yeah. You could have saved me some time. Yeah. And so I just, I got so angry. We had like, we had a big blow up and, uh, 
I still to this day won't go back there. No, why yeah, would I you? I protest. I nobody go there. What what's what's the name of it? <laughs> it's called Phoebe's. Nobody fuck go there. Phoebe's. That, I got one of those. That manager's long gone, it's but a cave. I still fuck won't the go cave, there. Fuck Phoebe's. <laughs> fuck those two places. Everyone has a place that they worked at. They're like, I, I, when when you, they see it's closed, they do a little dance. Yeah, like, yeah but they, this place will never close down. Where's that bar that we met at that one time? You rode your bike over from Brooklyn. Huh? It was really fun. It was like a mermaid bar or something. Oh. Um, I don't know. It was just nice. I don't know. It was a nice day. I just remember having a nice day with you in New York City one day. I don't know. It was right across the Brooklyn Bridge, but that's not what this podcast is about. Okay. So you get (laughs) not really fired, just told, eh, you don't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Which was so passive aggressive and annoying. Right. Um, Do you work at any other New York like institutions? Like any like insight? Well, the coolest job I had was I started, well, I I worked for a mortgage broker. That wasn't the coolest job. Right. Um, But that was a good job. And then, so I was just like faxing and making copies. Um, uh, And then I remember working on Method Man's uh, mortgage one year. That was pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, (laughs) I think he paid in all cash. Yeah. Uh, And then I, uh, I, the coolest job I had was I worked at Sotheby's, uh, the auction house. Oh, as a caterer. Okay. So I would like pour wine and 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 and, well, and, and do hors d'oeuvres for the, like during the auctions. Well, yeah. crazy stuffs happening. Yeah. And I got paid good money. Yeah. And I remember, um, I mean, they had these like big, um, wine tastings, like the most expensive wines, and I remember like these half bottles wouldn't be finished and our boss would just be like, yeah, you can take those. Are you serious? I, that's I like, amazing. Okay. This, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then I ended up getting like a lot of like, uh, wait, meat- did you, sorry. Yeah. Did you ever see anything auctioned that was like millions of dollars? Oh yeah. Constantly? I remember this one Picasso was being auctioned. Oh my um, gosh. And it was like this one rich family. It was very succession-y. Like this one rich family was selling it to this other family who already, um, who sold it to them? It's like this this painting that's been going back and forth. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, which is kind of interesting. That's um, nuts. But yeah, it was really cool just to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, I mean, and, what a weird place. Yeah, it just just I I, I learned a lot. i just watching people, and then I met a lot of like really cool people, and um, I got to do like private events and yeah. just seeing that whole Upper West Side like old money yeah. New York, and it was it's it's a different world. That's totally different. Yeah, way. I mean, especially coming from St. Louis. Like, yeah. Like, what yeah. The fuck? yeah, it was awesome. And it was like a great job. It was really flexible. Mm-hmm. So I could audition and go to school. And, oh, dope. Know. And so you're auditioning this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I was working a little bit auditioning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then what, like, what was the first, like, cool, what was the first, like, gig that you're like, I think acting might work. Maybe I can do this. Uh, I got Law and Order. That is? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I got killed on Law and Order. That was oh, my first TV that's job. a dream. 19... 19- 97 dude that's yeah. yeah that's like the most fun thing ever i got to get killed on hawaii 5 once oh nice uh, no no i got arrested ah damn it, it was but it for was, killing somebody <laughs> i know even better i we walk we walked me and this girl were picking flowers and then we walked up on a body that had been shot with a bow and arrow and he Whoa. had a briefcase filled with money that was blowing in the wind amazing <laughs> yeah. but you got to go to hawaii yeah 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 that's it nice. was so fun but yeah, yeah. And, and then like i looked down at the money and then for the first take, I looked into the camera. I go, somebody better call Hawaii Five O. And the director <laughs> said, "Absolutely not. You're wasting everyone's time. I hate you." Oh, that's so good. But it was dope. Glad you did that. Yeah, those are the most fun shows because yeah. they're so funny. I, I know a guy who writes for that show, and I was—I just did a movie out in Hawaii, and like they. Oh yeah, you were like out there hiking the stairs. Oh, what man. was that thing you did? Uh, it's called the Stairway to Heaven. It looked rad. Yeah, it's in Oahu, and um. They're shutting it down. It's illegal, I guess. Uh, it's like this old right. the 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 military built these this crazy. Okay, as you can see right there is when Brian's mic cut for good. Um, and here's where I'm gonna we're just gonna jump ahead a week to where he came over to my house and uh, we finished up this interview and had a great time. I hope you're liking this interview. I freaking love Brian. He's the man. And uh, yeah, I gotta hang out with that guy more. He's a positive influence. Enjoy the end of this interview and then have a nice. Oh my gosh, guys, I uh, I made a promise that I would make it up to you for <laughs> fucking up the Brian Greenberg interview, and I'm doing it. I'm back with Brian Greenberg. What's up? Uh, hey, it's like nothing ever happened. No, exactly. Yeah. Only now we're in my apartment. Oh, yeah. And mm. I also live across from Marilyn Manson. You do? Yeah, he has another, he has a burner this apartment. This guy is everywhere. Well, he's got a bad apartment over uh. here. Yeah, that's where he brings his side piece. Uh. Uh, right. That might be rude, too. Actually, you know what? If you're Marilyn Manson's uh, girlfriend that his other girlfriend doesn't know about, good for you. I'm sure he listens to this podcast. 
He does. He's a I'm big sure listener. He does. I'd love to have you on. <laughs> uh, um, what was that? There was the uh, the theory that he was the nerd from Wonder Years. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you? Will you ask him about that for me? I don't really see him ever. <laughs> like it's, we have different sleeping schedules. Okay, I okay. sleep <laughs> at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 um but guys uh thanks for dealing with last week i'm gonna put this as a companion piece for the beginning of this week's episode and i'm gonna go back and put it i'm gonna snip it on the end of last week's so brian okay. uh how's how's your week been this is all very confusing for me no ex- how you run this podcast it's confusing for me and i'm in charge <laughs> <laughs> how's my week been going yeah since i saw you last it's good yeah it's good i mean you know i'm in la i'm trying to like keep my sanity which is a, a daily struggle yeah yeah for I, me mean, I, I was yeah. telling you how last night i said fuck it and i bought a bunch of patagonia and got drunk i know which is like so you <laughs> sure. the, your way of like splurging is to just like buy a tent <laughs> i that, <laughs> like I, I almost bought a new backpacking bag but i was like you know what that's rude to my current backpacking bag it's never let me down do you have like a lot of water bottles? I bought one yesterday. I have a, <laughs> I, yeah, I bought a new one yesterday, but they're but they are eco-friendly. Of course they are. Yes. Of course they're eco-friendly. Um okay. amazing. We were talking though, so you were in New York, uh you and um you were coming to Los Angeles. Uh we was the be- like here's what's sad about what was cut out. Greatest 10 minutes of an interview that's ever been done. Yeah, I mean, should we just talk about how the listeners are never going to be able to... You can't capture that magic again. I mean, no, you, I don't think we should even try, no. to be honest. So like, to recap how that, good? it's yeah. like, well, I can't re-explain what the meaning of life is it, again. Uh, like, uh, we totally. figured it out, and I can't, I just can't go back And then back when there. Marilyn Manson came in and hopped on? That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, he was real candid. And he told us he, cool. he, he was just telling us he's just deep down a scared little boy. Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> yes. He's a beautiful <laughs> guy. Uh, no, thanks for coming back. Yeah, um, but you were, we were just talking about. So the one thing that I did think was interesting was that movie that you talked about that you got. That okay. Was the that was the end where you, you got to become an actor. What was the movie called? Oh, the, the Perfect Score? One, which uh, the big score or something? The perfect score. The yeah. Perfect score. Oh, okay, so we didn't. All right. So that that, part cut that out. didn't make it in. Which I okay. thought that this was like a super interesting movie. Oh, yeah, this is sort of like the end of my catering, yeah, and waiting you, tables, and bartending and yep. odd jobs days. Oh, also, I yeah. think it cut out when you talk trash on that one on the one bar. Which bar? Oh, Phoebe's. Yeah, yeah. So I got fired from Phoebe's in New York. Don't ever go back there. So fuck you, Phoebe's. It wasn't Phoebe's fault. It was just this miserable manager who fuck like you miserable manager. Who didn't you didn't have the balls to fire me? Yep. He just made me come in and mm. see the empty schedule. It was the most passive aggressive, but very, actually very aggressive because he knew I was going to see him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how did you think I was going to respond to yes. me not being on the schedule, you Amazing. asshole? <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go into Phoebe's. You know what? I will tip. Yep. I will tip well. But yeah, I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna carve something into into the bathroom wall. It's not Phoebe's fault. It's a New York institution. But I will never step foot in there again. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not gonna be yeah. mean to anybody working yeah. at Phoebe's. No, no. But I'm gonna be mean to the property of Phoebe's. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. So you come out. You're in LA now. You're auditioning, and right. you get this. Cool yeah, I got the movie, perfect score. Which right. you, it made me laugh because you're you said you were talking about your roommates thought that they were never gonna have to. Oh work. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was never gonna right. have to audition again, which yeah. was like so naive and uh-huh. ridiculous. But, but but you said you had the one friend who was like, "We're done. We made it." Like yeah. full entourage style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, but you were like the cast of that movie is rad. Who else? Who all was in this movie? So you had Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans, Erica Christensen, Leonardo Nam, um, Matthew Lillard, Darius Miles, the bunch basketball of, player. Bunch of rad dudes. Like yeah. the dazed and confused of the mid two thousand working actors. Yeah. No, it was um. We thought of it was a good. It was a great experience. Um, yeah. And it's become sort of like this weird culty kind of. I'm movie. gonna watch it. Yeah. Like I'm gonna watch it this weekend it, for real. People, yeah. It's like people hit me on Twitter like, oh, I'm watching the Purpose Court right now. I'm like, I don't know where you're watching it, but Wait, I love that it, time, it's still. You know what we did it? Yeah, I'm gonna hmm. watch it this weekend. I cannot wait. Honestly, I will watch it. And you know what I forgot about? What? When you and I were in, living in Florida, yeah. people come up to you for fucking. Um, Which well, one? It's like not Dawson's Creek. What One was Tree it? Hill. One Tree Hill. We yes. were, we were like out to eat at yes. some like Cajun place, and these people were like, "Oh my god, what was your guy's name in One Tree Hill?" Jake. They're like Jake, dude. <laughs> people, guys, if you don't know, Brian was a fucking teen heartthrob on One Tree Hill, and people lose. But it I was in him. my mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> How old was Jake in the show? Yo, he was a teen. He was yeah. like, yeah, he was in high school. 
you were 25. I know. It was great. It's so stupid. <laughs> no, but people but like. that show's a very popular show worldwide. Yes. Like, that's like, I've done a lot of, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be a working actor now for about over 20 years. And uh-huh. that show has transcended all over the world. Yes. Which is, it says something about it. You no, know? dude. Like, um, I mean, I didn't know about it because for me, you're How to Make It in America. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's fucking rad. I love that show. <laughs> the show's cool. And then we go out and everyone's like, Jake! That's yeah. Jake! No, it doesn't Jake. matter. It yeah. doesn't matter what I do. Like, I can work with Meryl Streep. I can yeah. do all the cool like HBO stuff. I'm Jake for one show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, then, that's, that's then, going on the tombstone, you know? Yeah, and I had you break it down <laughs> to me. I was like, why do these people love Jake so much? And you explained Jake to me in a way that I was like, what? Well, he was the most likable character of all time because he was a single father <laughs> in high school who really just wanted to take care of his kid, but his baby mama was trying to take the kid, so he's super empathetic, yep. and he's very wise beyond his years, and um, yeah. he played music, yes. so I got to play my music on there. I mean, it's just like, the guy was awesome. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, like when you told it to me, I was like, so he's like no one who's ever existed? Yeah, he's like the perfect guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, and... The ironic thing about that show was I wasn't even a series regular. Uh-huh. I was a recurring guest star on that. So I, I, I mean, just, those are those are the finest ones. Yeah, like, like, oh, we got a Jake episode. Yeah. We yeah, got yeah. a Jake yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So We're, it was cool. And I, you know, that was an awesome experience. Funny story, same writer who wrote Perfect Score wrote that. Oh. That's how, that's how I got involved. Rad. Yeah. Uh yeah. okay. And what is where's One Tree Hill? Where does it take place? It takes place in North Carolina. Oh, you yeah. know what I was going to guess over there? Because yeah. in my head, it takes place in uh, Tampa, Florida, because that's where uh, we were when I found out about it. <laughs> no, we were in St. Petersburg, bro. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. St. <laughs> Pete Beach. Um, okay. So you do the perfect score, and then you do One Tree Hill. And that was kind of the end of my like waiting tables and stuff. Yeah. Like, I started... You know what? Back then, I was. you could collect unemployment. I don't know if you could still do it, but... I but, was I was collecting in between acting jobs unemployment. Really? Yeah, because that would kind of like people t- who do do that. I th- but then, you know, this is a little inside baseball, I guess. But you know, at a certain point, if you make enough money, it's smarter to become a corporation. Yeah. So once you become a corporation, once you incorporate, you can't file for unemployment anymore. Which I really miss those because those, uh, those were nice. <laughs> it's nice to just get like four hundred bucks a week. Or yes. Whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I always on unemployment uh, for like. Uh, when I got fired from my job, like two weeks, and it was great. And then I like felt bad when I got my other job because I was like, "Can you do both of these?" And I was like, "I don't think so." That was a long time ago. Uh, yeah. So, and then also you do you fucking t- a musician? You yes. have albums out. I have a couple albums what, out. Yeah. What's the last one you put out? Uh, I did the thirty-six hour EP. Okay. Uh, which is about five songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, people could buy it, or it's on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, it's on right? iTunes, Spotify, all that. Yeah. Any, anywhere you can stream music, you can you can find it. It's really for me just a creative expression, and I mean, I, I love to do it. Yeah, I just I love to write music, and it seems like my, my friends. It seems like my drinking in the woods. Yeah, yeah, so you're drinking in the woods. <laughs> you, it's me in the studio. You music. go play music. I just sit in the woods, chug and beers, I, and I chug beers, and I look at an Edward Abbey book. It, I don't read. Take great photos. Though. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you also went and married. Uh, not went married. You went and I, made a movie in fucking China with your wife. I did. I did. It's called It's pre- Already Tomorrow. Pre-coronavirus. <laughs> Pre-corona, pre-riots. Yes. Um, yeah. It's, What's it called? Sorry. It's called It's Already Tomorrow in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I, my wife is Jamie Chung, and we kind of worked with this uh, writer-director, Emily Ting, who gave gave us the script. We sort of worked with her on it, and then we went out and rolled up our sleeves and shot it. Dude, it was it's awesome. Dope. It was a really fun experience. Who, we liked uh, the way it turned out, too. Yeah. Side brag for me, Jamie Chung. Big Hero Six co-star. There you go. The, the, the TV show, not yeah. the movie. Hey, three seasons, buddy. That's three awesome. se- yeah, yeah, exactly. I went yeah. in yesterday and sang the new theme. Really? Yeah, it's fun. So it's done after three. Well, I don't know. We there we, might be more. There might be more. Okay. But as of now, Did you we, ask have, yesterday? we haven't made what? Did you ask when you were in there singing? Um, well, we just we're like seeing. We're, it's gonna. Uh, you know, I don't know how much I'm, I'm allowed to say, but it's changing format a little bit. Oh. So uh, we'll. I think they're gonna see how this new format works. What's the format? Um, I don't, I don't, I, I, Am I getting you in trouble? I, it's just going to be uh, let's, let's get a little fired. different. Let's well, get you fired. No, it's what gonna, does that mean? Is it going to be like on vinyl? No, no. It's just <laughs> not going. They're going to. Uh, I don't know if I can say it because okay, Disney's pretty intense about. Yeah. You know, yeah. IP. <laughs> <laughs> a SWAT team of like yeah. but agents I'm, with Mickey Mouse. Also say is season three is coming out and it's different and it's I think it's better. Okay. 
I will say that. So okay. it's and uh and it's got a new theme song and everything. Like it's and like you a, sing it. a full over. Yes, okay. my character sings. You it. heard it here first. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll probably have to come in and delete it. I've been asked <laughs> to delete things off of really? this podcast before. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I always say no. Uh, but if Disney does, hey, you're gone. <laughs> I'll delete this, no problem. <laughs> Daddy Disney. Uh, then I have to record this again. No, no, no. I'll just cut that part out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, how many times are we gonna do this podcast? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I felt so bad when I was uh, when I found out that it had cut out because I was like it, I'd just done my fifth show in Syracuse and it was Sunday night and mm-hmm. I'm so tired I'm like I gotta edit the podcast and put it out and then she's like <coughs> and then you just cut out completely I'm like oh my god oh my god I killed Brian <laughs> <laughs> um, okay but uh, what, what else do you want to do we got I don't know we're just good. chilling I, I guess I'm the one in I'm the one leading this You're kind of this is your podcast bro we I can know. talk about whatever you want man uh, okay so Brent what I feel like we, we talked about all the jobs. We talked about all the jobs. What's your okay? What is your most surreal acting moment? Like, what was the moment where you're like, "This is wild"? <laughs> oh, for like, sure. When I was doing unscripted and prime at the same time. So I did a show on HBO called Unscripted that George Clooney, Steven Soderbergh, uh, put on, and George was directing, and it was about actors in Hollywood making it or not making it. And I was playing a version of myself, Brian Greenberg. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. It's really hard to find this. Uh, yeah. HBO kind of sucks with like the pre, yeah. the pre-HBO the pre like You got to get a DVD or something. Yes. Like eBay or something. I don't know. But it was the coolest job I ever did. It was all improv. It was very like... Um, like Kirby Enthusiasm-esque? Yeah, but not as... It was more naturalistic than okay. that. Um, but yeah, it was around the same time as that. Um, and it's just about actors like... It's, it's, it's a love letter to actors and they would show, they would put like, they would put me as an extra on ER. Okay. And they'd be filming me on the set of ER as an extra. Oh me, my like, God. Me like talking to Noah Wiley and being like, Hey, you know, uh, you know, you should watch my improv show or something yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> yes. Or, and, and, and then I got this job prime in between in real life, Brian got mm-hmm. the job prime and George was cool enough to work out a deal where we could shoot on Prime, on the set of Prime. <laughs> I guess. Like, incorporate me getting that role. Because um, they actually, HBO owned me. Like, they were not going to let me go, but George made it work. So, dude, that guy seems he, rad. I owe him. Forever. He's a big listener, too. Yeah, so. I know. This is George. Thanks again, man. Um, so, <laughs> um, so, I'm shooting like a scene in. Uh, this is so hard to explain because it's a very. Sur- talk about surreal. I'm uh, playing my character on Unscripted um, went out drinking the night before and didn't realize he had to go to work on Prime the next day. They changed his call time. Yeah. So um, the, the, the joke is the bit is that like I'm drunk at work. Yes. Right. And I'm like working with Meryl Streep and Uma Thurman. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so like we would be. Sh- so I had two mics on me, one for the movie Prime and then one for Unscripted. So I would be shooting a scene with Meryl Streep and in, in Uma. And then I'd be in the scene and then they would yell cut. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so hungover. And now I'm like shooting <laughs> the Unscripted thing. But it's all fake, you right, know? Yeah. Um, and then they would be playing along with it, too. So talk about that. I don't think it gets any more surreal. No. Than that, then like shooting a movie with Meryl Streep while while doing a TV show for George Clooney in the same moment. Yeah, that's very. So fun. I don't think it gets weirder than that or cooler. So yeah, yeah. I, I will say you gave me and my friend Maddie Ryan. Shout out Maddie Ryan. You gave Maddie Ryan a. You gave me one of my weirdest Hollywood experiences. What happened? Well, oh, you invited me to that really cool party. Oh right. So yes. and my buddy was visiting. So it was like the Oscars week a few years ago, mm-hmm. and. Like uh, a really like rich like Israeli dude I don't know mm-hmm. was having a birthday mm-hmm. and you're like hey do you want to go to like a Hollywood Hollywood party and I was like yeah can I bring my trash bud from Chicago <laughs> and you're like I think so uh, and we yeah, go it's fine whatever yeah and we go and it is like I've never been to a party like like Leonardo DiCaprio was there right and like Thomas Jane and like everybody it was like wild and it yeah. was you know. A, kind of a small party and I'm like having trouble keeping it cool and I look over and my buddy Maddie is FaceTiming his girlfriend loudly like <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's here like I'm like stop and play it cool Maddie and then you were like all right I'm gonna leave I'm, like, and I'm and, out and me and Maddie were like we're gonna shut it down 
and we stayed and we were the last two people there. That's amazing. It's like you and Al Pacino just hanging out. <laughs> Al Pacino the was there. Yeah, he was there. I remember I'm, I'm Marlon. I almost knocked Marlon Wayans into a pool because <laughs> there was just a pool in the middle of it. That's all. a good Hollywood story. It was very fun. And you gave it to me and Maddie's always like, hey, man, how's Brian doing? Like, <laughs> Tell Maddie, said, what's up? And his I, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, of course. She'll say, she'll say what's up. He's yelling at her on FaceTime right now. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, yeah. I'm glad you came back, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, and of now course. I got the Polaroid out. We're gonna pick, it. guys. Follow the Instagram. Check out. Um, well, well, I'm gonna check out uh, a perfect score. But okay. one what is there's a lot of movies that we reference in this. No, Random I know, Tropical but the, the ones I, I want to give people a Random Tropical Paradise. That's a movie Brian and I became great friends on. If you want to see a friendship happen and a bunch of great people. Uh, that's that movie. That movie's crazy, but it's a lot of fun. It's it's <laughs> it is insane. Uh, it's totally insane. It's insane, but like it's fun. I will like if I'm like drunk, I'll sit down and be like, "That's pretty fun." <laughs> <laughs> and I had a blast making it. Yeah, if you can find unscripted, I don't know how you find it, but and then what's the movie you made with Jamie? Uh, already tomorrow in Hong Kong. I think that's on Amazon. Okay, yeah, yeah watch that. I'll put yeah. a link to all of these in the episode description. Uh, and then um, shoot, I had one other thing I was gonna do but we'll just, i'll just bring it back tomorrow yeah I'll just do, do this next month it's <laughs> <laughs> been an ongoing podcast uh, what do you got going on today what do you have to leave for i am getting new tires on my truck dope i'm meeting with a writer okay and uh i am writing okay something well and, let's go yeah. on a hike i'd love to go on a hike i'm go- probably gonna go sunday with a All buddy right. of mine i'll bug you let's do yeah. it guys me and brian rekindled our friendship that, not that it was dwindling, we just hadn't seen each other in a bit. It's the flame that never dies. Exactly. Eternal flame. I'll hitch up next time I'm over at Maryland's. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Streep. Okay. Oh, okay. See, we're great at improv. Uh, Brian, <laughs> thanks for coming back. Uh, as you know, you did it before. I always let the guest close oh. out the episode. And we out, bitches. Bitches.